previously on the Icarus Complex. Within a few days of agreeing, I was summoned to the CPA headquarters to meet Ian Henderson, the musical director, for an informal meet and greet. I remember when I first met Claire Groves. You know we are just friends, right? She told me as we laid down on my single bed to watch the film. I know all about you third-year guys. I've already been warned. Particularly about you. About me? What's that supposed to mean? I'm not saying anything more. Shouldn't have even told you that. Just don't try anything, otherwise I'll leave. That was the first day that Alice Hamilton properly entered my world. Alice never liked Claire from day one. Over the few months that Alice and I have been seeing each other, Claire and I have grown a little closer and was always one to comment on my Facebook statuses, which Alice always saw. And when I pulled away and looked into those cute brown eyes, she said the four words that I've been dying to hear from not only her, but from someone worthy for a very long time. I love you, Liam. So about midday, I got up and went to have a shower. Can I use your laptop to check my Facebook? She was sat on the edge of my bed, her head in her hands, crying her eyes out. I saw the messages between you and her. Alice, who? Between me and who? Between you and Claire! Remarkably, it seemed like I was almost in the clear. And she said that it would take some time for her to trust me again. But on the condition that I called Claire right there and then and cut all contact with her for good. When I got to the other side of the road and read the message, I could not believe what I was reading. I'm not really happy with how that conversation went. So I'm just letting you know that I found Alice on Facebook and sent her the messages. You brought this on yourself, Claire. And without even thinking about the consequences, I quickly dialed Claire. <sighs> what the fuck do you want, Liam? She snarled, skipping all pleasantries. Why did you have to do that? I pleaded with her. Why couldn't you just leave it alone? Look, I need to go. She told me. I have been sitting here dealing with this shit all afternoon. And there are things I need to do. Claire, please. I'm begging you. Please don't send it to her. Liam, no. Claire, please. I pleaded even more desperately, trying to hold back another set of tears. Just, just tell her you deleted it by mistake. It must have been another hour before Alice called me. You're an absolute bastard. Do you know that, Liam? Alice, I'm so sorry. Didn't so I say I don't want to hear anything you had to fucking say? Yes, but I just want Just to... shut up, Liam! You lost every right to say anything to me anymore, ever again. I don't want to hear it. I don't want anything more to do with you. I don't care what happens to you. Everything bad that happens to you from now on, you deserve. Don't call me. Don't try and see me and don't ever speak to me again. Do I make myself clear? People like you don't deserve happiness and I sincerely hope you never, ever find any. 
I realised Alice and I, as anything more than we were, was over. And boy, did it hit me hard. Well, after a couple of weeks, I couldn't continue to work two jobs and study as well. So something had to give. And I ended up sitting down with Pedro at Porto Lounge to break the bad news. Soon, Sunday started to be the highlight of my week. And it was during one of my many Sunday stints when I first met Emma Harvey. Because you're in Egypt and I'm not. I told her smartly. Do you know how much it costs to call a mobile in Egypt? Not to mention what it's going to cost you for answering. You really don't care about me at all, do you? It's very clear now. What? Ugh, give me strength. Emma, what's the matter with you? Did you not hear me just say the calls are expensive? Plus, I've been working, by the way. Yeah, I've been busy. I don't think you realise how many guys are after me at the moment. She said, snarling. Just the other day, I had a drink what the fuck is wrong with you? I asked her, looking at her perplexed. What do you mean you met one of them? Or why are you just telling me this now? <sighs> if you just let me finish, I was going to say it was with John and my friend Sally. Oh, right. Okay. So, because Sally was there, it makes it okay, does it? Clem, we're all friends just meeting up for a drink. It's really not that big of a deal. Really? Oh, you must think I'm really stupid, you know? It obviously is a big deal, because if it wasn't, you wouldn't have kept it from me in the first place, Emma. Excuse me? Don't talk to me like that. What? Threatening? You see what I mean? I laughed. <laughs> You've got a warped sense of reality, you know. No one's threatening you. No, you are. And if you want to keep making these threats, I'm going to tell you things are over between us. For good. Do not expect me to take you back because I've had enough. Back against the wall and desperate not to be labelled a screw-up by yet another female, I stumbled upon the most brainless and impulsive plan to winning a girl back to date. Yep. I was going to ask her to marry me. But when I came back, Emma was in floods of tears, wearing my jacket that I'd left on my chair, with the ring box on the table and the ring glistening in the light already positioned on her left hand ring finger. So what happens now? She asked, holding my hand. Do you really expect us to get married? I mean, honestly, no. But neither of us are in a financial position to make that kind of commitment right now. So why ask? Why didn't you just buy flowers and try to win me back in a normal way? Hold on, you said buying you flowers wouldn't work. Yeah, but it would have been nice, especially now you say you aren't that serious about marrying me. But as I read on, I very quickly realised the new recently updated status had nothing at all to do with me. Oh, I can't believe it! Oh, he makes me so happy! He's only gone and got me tickets to see Wicked in London and then staying in a five-star hotel? I'm such a lucky girl. I was absolutely stunned. I knew damn well she wasn't the one for me, but I continued to pursue it, kidding and allowing myself to be dragged into a stupid love triangle 
with an absolutely conniving and despicable human being. All of her bullshit, lies and deceit gave me the kickstart I needed to start being myself again. So I was grateful for that, at the very least. However, if you're wondering, no, I never did get that ring back though. But you know what? I guess that's a small price to pay for sanity. <laughs>